Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 5 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It's Pi Day today, 314. So, so how far can you go? I can go 10. 3.14159265. Wow, that's impressive. Did you know there's an easy way to remember that? The uh, the moniker of, may I have a large container of coffee? If you count out the number of letters in each one of those words, it's the 3.151 or 14159. <laughs> right, but okay, but then when Eric says, do you have the number, you can't just spit it back out. No, I would basically turn to... to him and say, may I have a large container of coffee? <laughs> That's not what he's asking. I, they te- like my my daughter's got friends. She's eleven, and she has friends who can just go twenty deep. Because uh-huh. just one of the classes they were in, that was just one of the teachers yeah. said, "Okay, learn this, know it." So now it'll be seared in their memory forever. Fun at parties, I guess. Uh, yeah, and pi is the number that you use to determine the circumference of a circle. So Correct. circumference being all the way around, yes. right? And you multiply that by the diameter. Wow. I'm, I'm asking. This is May running I my have head. Some, <laughs> May I have some coffee? May I have some coffee? <laughs> right. What was the coffee, coffee again? <laughs> 514 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, it looks like things were playing out yesterday in the NFL with the legal tampering period underway. It opened at 11 o'clock. About 2 o'clock, NFL insider Trey Wingo tweeted, quote, Hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport refuted the report, saying nothing had happened. Jets players started tweeting their excitement. Packers players started tweeting their dismay. Rodgers, meanwhile, watching the entire afternoon play out on Twitter, started liking tweets from Packers players. So where do things stand today? Well, from a fan's perspective, roughly in the same spot they did 24 hours ago, one day closer to the league year beginning, Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock. ESPN's Adam Schefter, your thoughts? The Jets are just sitting and waiting on the word from number 12, whether or not he will or won't play. And really, when you boil it down, it comes down to two primary options for Aaron Rodgers, either He's going to play football in New York with the Jets, or he's going to retire. As Rodgers mauls his future, good friend Randall Cobb has reportedly decided his 33-year-old intends to play next season, according to Bill Huber in Sports Illustrated. Where Cobb plays, however, is in question. He's one of the Packers' 13 remaining unrestricted free agents. Kick returner Keyshawn Nixon agrees to terms, a one-year deal with the Packers on Monday. Other quarterback-related news, the Las Vegas Raiders agree to terms with San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Jets backup quarterback Mike White agrees to a two-year deal with the Dolphins. Crazy night in Sacramento. The Bucks are in a wild 133-127 win over the Kings. 133-124, I should say. Toward the end of the game, 15 seconds left. Brooke Lopez and Trey Lyles ejected for getting into a shoving match. Lyles was shoving Giannis Antetokounmpo a hard foul as Giannis sort of dribbled the ball out as time was expiring. Lopez didn't take kind to it. Tossed out of the game. Mike Budenholzer on the incident. Uh, just unfortunate. You know, I think it was a great game. A lot of good things happened. It's so, you know, impressed by Sacramento and the way they played. And, you know, good for, for our guys to fight back in the second half. And I'm really not going to say anything about what did, didn't happen. It was just, to me, it was unfortunate. 
I'll tell you what happened. Trey Lyles is used to getting his butt kicked by Wisconsin teams and didn't know how to handle it. Bucks take the floor tonight in Phoenix against the Suns. All-star Kevin Durant is out with an ankle injury. Coverage gets underway following the 8 o'clock news. And the NIT begins tonight for the Wisconsin Badgers at home against Bradley. It is round one of the tournament. So where do you want to go here? Fights and ejections or Aaron trolling his his fan base in Green Bay and New York? Or how, if you're a Wisconsin team, you get up for the NIT. I mean, I guess if I'm Coach Guard, I get those guys in the room and say, all right, this is where we are. Let's win the whole darn thing then. Well, you know, and I get it from a fan's perspective. It's it's not the same. It's not even close to the same. But I'll go back to something I said yesterday. The Badgers have one senior on the roster. It's Tyler Wall. you telling me he's not excited for another opportunity to play? Like, it's over after, after yeah, this right? season, after the next loss. It's done. So I guarantee he is looking forward to putting on the jersey at least one more time and more. Well, you played, you know, you did sports in college. Like, what would you, what would you give for one more opportunity, right, to compete in your discipline when that's all, you know, you, you only have that once. So I, I think that resonates, Greg. Absolutely. So should be a good one tonight, uh, Bradley. I don't know much about them, to be perfectly honest, but the Badgers did not belong in the NCAA tournament, that is clear, but they can still end their season with a win. 5.18 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Did you know you have to claim this on your taxes? That's next. See this story popping up again. It's not necessarily new, but it is shockingly true and also hilarious. And it has to do with your taxes. Well, actually, hopefully not your taxes. It's never too early to learn that the government is a greedy piglet that suckles on a taxpayer's teat until they have sore, chapped nipples. Parks and Recreation, Ron Swanson there on taxation. <laughs> right on the money. Right? Yeah. So this is how USA Today starts the story. Did you steal a car in 2022? How about taking a bribe? If you did, the IRS says, make sure to report it on your taxes. <laughs> and they're serious. It sounds like something out of like the onion, right? It's true. It's our IRS at work. IRS Publication 525 on Taxable and Non-Taxable Income. Here's what it states in the tax code, ready? Income from illegal activities such as money from dealing illegal drugs, so they offer that as an example. Sure. For example, if yeah. you're running a drug operation, <laughs> must be included in your income on Schedule 1, Form 1040, Line 8Z, or on Schedule C, Form 1040, if from your self-employment activity. <laughs> I'm waiting for the punchline. That's brilliant, though, because maybe you catch that one guy. <laughs> well, I better pay up, right? <laughs> if you steal property, you must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it, unless you return it to its rightful owner in that same year. So if I were to take your car right, and just like continue to drive it, even though you did not give it to me, and if I report that in my taxes, then I'm good to go. Well, I don't know if you're good. Right? You still have the crime you've committed. <laughs> but as far as the IRS is concerned, you're good. Yeah, they'd be content. Or even it appears there's the caveat in there. If you steal my car, but you return it within the calendar yeah, year. Right, right, within the 12 months, right. yeah. But now what about, what about the benefit that you got from the car? You have to claim any of that? That was not an earned benefit. You used my car. Or the other items that may be inside your <laughs> right, car. Right, you took a whole bunch of stuff. Right, so if you stole a Kia in calendar year 2022, you do need to be claiming that on this year's returns ah, okay. era. So I'll Write that down. Or if you're one of those folks who walked out of Ulta Beauty with 2K full of perfume <laughs> and shampoo, that also you need to claim as income. Now, 
on that one too. They don't clarify. Do you claim the wholesale price on that or the markup? No, I think you got to go wholesale. Right, so you got to find out what mm-hmm. that stuff really costs. Yeah, so you got to right. do some investigation. Yeah, you don't want to be claiming the markup price because maybe, then you're just paying taxes that you don't have maybe to Maybe you ask before you walk out with it. <laughs> yeah, hey, just for taxation purposes, I'm about to steal this, but you've got this is about $2,000 worth of stuff. Is that cool? Can you send me an invoice for what it would have been <laughs> if we bought at cost? Or how about the earlier, the, the drug dealing enterprise? That needs to be claimed as well. They give you form and line. Like, here's the form. You, you look on your 1040, and here's the line where you, what? what? Maybe you've turned over a new leaf. You want to come correct. You pay the tax on your drug dealing and stealing. Not to worry, though, you're not going to prison. From USA Today, an IRS spokesman said that he was not aware of the agency ever publishing statistics on how many taxpayers actually report illicit income. <laughs> but if you do... The agency does not turn the information over to law enforcement. They quote a guy from the IRS. Federal tax law prevents federal employees from sharing tax return information. So don't worry. Like <laughs> you're good. Yeah, there won't be an audit. <laughs> right. or anything. They're not gonna. They're not gonna show up. Well, there may be an audit, but they won't pop you for you know like actually dealing. Oh, okay, drugs. Yeah, good point. You're right. So you're good there. So all you <laughs> folks stealing cars and walking out of grocery stores with all your free stuff, make sure you claim that on your upcoming taxes. And that is how taxes work. That's not fair. You're learning. At 541 on Wisconsin's Morning News, what do you got on Tree Guy? An update from Brooklyn, Wisconsin. You may remember during it's a greater the... Oregon, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> greater the yeah. Oregon Metro. Yes. Just yes. outside of Madison. Um, so you may remember during the primary in February, they had to move their polling place on February 21st, their primary election polling place, because of an incident near the polling place. Report of shots fired. Yes. Like yes. there was gunfire. So this happened near the end of our show and, you know, started scrambling, trying to figure out, because obviously that's a concern if you have to move a polling place, fears of security and all this. Well, it turned out it was a fight over a tree. Some guy fired a rifle out in the air because he was upset. So here's the deal. Brooklyn's Village Board voted last night to leave a tree at the center of this controversy to the property owners to figure out. So it's a civil matter. Basically, this tree was growing in between, like, a building on a property line. It's one person's tree, but it's also kind of encroaching on another building there. You may have this with a neighbor, right? Yeah, There's a big right. tree in your neighbor's yard. But it's also the trees kind in the of neighbor's yard, but, you. Right, yeah. it's kind of encroaching on your roof right. or it's causing issues. So there are neighborly yeah. disputes and this yeah. is kind of that. But it's so this they, tree's tangling with like businesses Yeah, and stuff, so right? they're worried about like maybe having to inspect one of the buildings because it's kind of pushing up on it a little bit. There's a okay. gas line right underneath there that they're worried about a little bit. Obviously, that's important. It's a problem tree. Um, but the guy who owns the tree is <laughs> pretty worked up about it. That He, he was so certain that when a... A tree service showed up on primary day to take down a different tree. He was so certain they were going to take down his tree that he went out there with a rifle and fired it up in the air to make sure that no one would take down this tree. You such a bitch is going to take my tree. Uh, I, we do not. That's private property over here. <laughs> when the tree management workers came to cut down another tree in the area. He allegedly called the dispatch and said he was going to start shooting people if they tried to cut this down. So he called 911 to say. So then another 911 call reported a man exited the building and shot a rifle into the air, prompted officials to move the 
primary election site. So now the board has decided, not our problem, not our tree. You guys figure this out, property owners, and uh, we're moving on. What, pass? <laughs> pass, not our problem. You guys From the village out? president. This is what he told uh, uh, WISC-TV. It's not our job to get in the middle of disputes between property owners. Our job is to look at what is best for the village of Brooklyn and be safe for the people of Brooklyn. So it's not their job to get in the middle, he said. Well, yeah, but somebody's got to get in the middle here because we got gun guy. <laughs> we had SWAT team called right. last time. <laughs> somebody's got to help, you know, negotiate a peace here. I, I, maybe you just sneak I, over there and take that tree down without telling anybody that's what you think the village should do? Not necessarily, but <laughs> I don't necessarily think they should, but like, I don't know. I think can we a, get these guys at the table at least? I think it's a civil matter. It it's not on the mayor to have to figure out that stuff. Village president has to sit and deal with that. Okay, Jerry, what do you think? Or well, Bob, what do you think? Like That's not... There's no arbitration hearing on a tree. That's that what I'm looking for. Some, <laughs> well, okay, but leadership comes in a lot of forms. You can say, like, what is it? It's village, right? Village yes. president? Yep. Village president, you know, hey, I'm going to sit down with all parties. Everybody comes here to Village Hall, and we're going to work. We're going to figure out what we're going to do. We, we may have to ask Steve about this. <laughs> Mayor Scafidi, we, we may have to ask him. If, no no way have you that, get involved. He would have that meeting. Oh, no way. You tell Tree Guy, put your gun away. He said. And we're going <laughs> to. So let's start there. He says leadership is hard all the time. So I know it is. But I think at the same time, leadership's also, hey, you know, kids, figure this out on your own. <laughs> 545 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, a wild night in Sacramento ends. With a fight, ejections, and the Bucks' 133-124 win over the Sacramento Kings. Wow. Lyles comes right after Giannis. Oh, look at this. He just punched Lopez. We got a scrum going. Trey Lyles was pushing Giannis, and Lopez did not take kindly to it. Got right in his face, and Lyles punches him. Yeah, Trey Lyles can't accept losing. That came with about 15 seconds left in the game. Giannis sort of dribbling the ball out, crossed in front of Lyles, who took exception, shoved Giannis. Brooke Lopez shoved Lyles after Lyles took a swipe at his face. Before all that, Giannis dominated, scoring 46 points. Chris Middleton added 31 and 9 assists. Chris was, was really special. You know, he had a stretch in the third quarter. He had a stretch in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, down the stretch, you know, the ball was his hand, in his hands. The execution, the decision-making, the shot-making, you know, was high level. It's Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer. The Bucks take the floor tonight in Phoenix with a chance to clinch a playoff berth. Coverage gets underway at 8 o'clock on WTMJ. Day two of the NFL's legal tampering period and month two of Rogers' watch. It appeared things were percolating about 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon when NFL insider Trey Wingo tweeted that Rogers to the Jets was done. A belief ESPN's Dan Orlovsky ultimately believes will end up true. I think Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is a done deal. I felt that for like a week. There, I just, I honestly believe that because... I think they're trying to figure out how to make it work. His agent, David Dunn, is one of the best in the business, and I think I know Dave well enough. He was my agent as well, and I know how he operates, and Dave very rarely misses. And I think they're just trying to figure out between both parties how to get this done. 
Complicating matters for the Jets, Jimmy Garoppolo agrees to terms with the Las Vegas Raiders. Brewers shut out the Reds 8-0 Monday afternoon in Arizona. The team takes today off. Badgers men's basketball team takes the floor tonight in round one of the NIT against Bradley in 8.30 tip. And we all wait for Marquette to take the floor on Friday in round one of the NCAA tournament, taking on Vermont. Again, it's a 145 start on St. Patrick's Day. I, I, my guess is that you just leave for lunch and don't come back. Isn't that how you have to play this one? <laughs> just just <laughs> right. forget about it. You're going to get nothing done. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, sound advice. Hey, we're going to talk through some more of the Rogers stuff here coming up. Take a quick break, and we'll be back with more on that on Wisconsin's Morning News. Five fifty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. Let's get caught up on Aaron Rodgers' news today. My God, are you still talking? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this stuff. I'm personally exhausted from talking about Willie Wonty and all that different stuff. Being held hostage. But I also think people wake up, they want to know if there's Aaron Rodgers' news, right? The, the fact that there's no news is still kind of news. Maybe, who knows? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I get it. All right. <laughs> Greg Matzik up early with us this morning in for Brandon today. You know, so I'm listening to you yesterday afternoon, Greg, with where we left things. Not much new overnight, but you were on the trade rumors and the speculation, and everybody was looking at the Trey Wingo tweet. Go through that one for us. Yeah, so keep in mind, Trey Wingo is the one who accurately called out on Twitter that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets were meeting last week in California. And I have a view on the whole NFL insiders, okay? Aaron Rodgers does not really play into them, right? He called out Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, said they were good at their job, but said they didn't know him and they don't know blank, right, and used an expletive. Aaron Rodgers is not feeding them any news. Any information those guys are getting are coming from team sources, not Aaron Rodgers. I do, however, believe Aaron Rodgers and Trey Wingo have struck up a bit of a friendship since Trey Wingo left ESPN, not really by his own doing. So when, when Wingo accurately points out that Aaron and the Jets are meeting in California, something tells me he might just be in the know on some things. Well, and and that, that maybe he was just fed something by Aaron Rodgers or Aaron's camp, indicating that a deal to the Jets was done. There was no talk of compensation, none of the details, because quite frankly, Aaron wouldn't know that at this point. That's between the Jets and the Packers. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if Aaron leaked that information to Trey, leaving Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport scrambling. So, but again, you mentioned the team, you know, guys with sources within the team, and that's probably a wider group. You know, earlier in the day, your friend of mine, Rob Domofsky, who's ESPN Green Bay, uh, posted to Twitter, an hour away from the start of free agent negotiating period, I'm told neither the Packers nor the Jets know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. That also could have been possible, right, Greg? Yes, yes, because that's still the one thing we don't know for sure, is that Aaron Rodgers wants to play next season, and he intends to play next season. I think we all believe he will, uh, because of the money due more than anything, uh, but that still has not been communicated, at least to the masses, by Aaron Rodgers. So there, there's the one element to this that I think is holding everything up. Now, uh, we talk about taking teams hostage. I don't think Aaron's taking the, the Packers hostage here. He's not going to play quarterback for the Packers next season in the starting capacity. right? It, it, it retire or trade... Or if you really want to call his bluff, maybe try and bring him back as the backup, which would be just wild. But it's the Jets that are being held hostage, not the Packers. The See, Packers was, have moved on. Aaron's not the quarterback. I was wondering about that, Greg. See, I don't think he's holding anyone hostage either, actually. But I, I feel like the Jets already know. 
Like, I, that they know he's coming. And for whatever reason, this has not been unveiled yet. But, like, it's just a matter of them making the official announcement more than anything else. Yeah, but, but let's walk through this, though, Eric, right? The, the free agent period begins with legal tampering. I don't know why they just don't begin the period on, right. <laughs> on, when, yes. on Monday. Let's just tampering. start it, right? Do we need a legal tampering period? That's a different question. But Derek Carr is off the board. Sources I talked to said that they were split in New York, that ownership was really pro Rogers. Some members of the coaching staff were pro Derek Carr because of his longevity and how many years he has to play. Nathaniel Hackett's big time in the camp of Aaron Rodgers, so there was a bit of a split. Carr goes off to the Saints. Yesterday, Jimmy Garoppolo, not that he's Aaron Rodgers, but he's another quarterback looking for work, goes to the Raiders. The Jets actually trade away their backup, who arguably performed better than anybody else they had at quarterback last year. Mike White's going to sign with the Dolphins. So now you're starting to get pushed a little bit. Like, okay, Aaron, thought this was going to work, and quarterbacks are now going off the board. Yeah, I'd be a little antsy if I were in New York, because you don't really have, what's your plan? <laughs> like, what, if Aaron doesn't go to New York, what's the plan? Who are you thinking about talking to? It's not me. I'm fine. So, again, with the sources and the this one and the that one, we've actually heard from Aaron Rodgers overnight, That's right. which is the only source that ultimately Big matters news. here. So he did finally post something to Twitter. Eric, and what did he say? Sewell. <laughs> S, like S-U-U-U-L. Yes. Sewell, and then Sewell. some laughing faces. ha, ha, ha. See, yeah, I, that's... That, that's Rasul Douglas, who had been active on Twitter throughout the course of the day. Okay. Um, and, and that is the beauty of this whole thing. Like, as it's all playing out on Twitter, Rogers starts liking tweets from his, his players and teammates. <laughs> Great. Right, he's just sitting back trolling this whole thing with, you know, three fingers of tequila enjoying it all. Now, Greg, I, we, I, don't I guarantee sure. we, we don't know for sure that it's Rasul. It could be something else. I thought he said Zool. There is no <laughs> Dana. There is only Zool. <laughs> I thought it was a Ghostbusters reference. <laughs> uh, it could be. <laughs> well be a reference to a 1984 movie that we yes. know. So I, I guess I never gave that thought, yes. but it's certainly possible. Go back and rewrite your sports cast. I'm on top of that for you. I'm pretty sure he said Zool. There is no Dana, only Zool. What a lovely singing voice you must have.